welcome to Road to Billions podcast, the mentality of an entrepreneur, with your host, Moise Bertrand. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Moise Bertrand, your host of Road to Billions podcast. I love you guys. I love you guys for listening and chiming in and giving me great reviews on everything I've been putting out there so far, supporting me from the Instagram feed to Navinese Marketing Agency. I want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for even, you know, chiming back in and listening because it's going to be so much great information I'm going to drop on this episode. You guys are going to go walk away with a bit, you know, a bit of um, knowledge. And I hope that you guys can use this to your to your best abilities and come back and, you know, give me some advice on anything I could learn. So today's episode, I'm going to go ahead and call it putting money in the right places. And um, I want to talk to you guys, you know, personally about this because not a lot of people shed light on this. And I get I get kind of sick and tired of people not wanting to know better for themselves, not wanting to do better for themselves, not wanting to just go ahead and do the research. But, you know, that's why they pay other people to know, help you do these, do these things in life. And. I feel as if like sometimes the best teacher only could be experienced. And a teacher is someone who gives you the lesson and then you go ahead and you take whatever you have from that lesson and you implement it in your life. So today, putting money in the right places, I want to go ahead and dive right into it. I want to tell you guys, during this pandemic, there were so many jobs lost, right? So many people lost their jobs. So many people start going crazy. Can you ask yourself, why did people start stressing out? You know, these people work 40, 50, 60 hours. These people were working 50 hours, 60 hours a week, making 20 to, let's say, $50 an hour. But they're stressing because the pandemic just popped up and now so many people are losing their jobs. Well, let me tell you what happened. Well, when COVID struck back in March, you know, a lot of people weren't in the right place of mind at that time where they thought, hey, I have a great job. I make so much money. I don't ever think about something like this ever happening or ever going to happen. And the extent that it was at the time, it didn't seem like it affected the whole world. And certainly it didn't affect some people who were making that much money, as I could say. And a lot of people, they started to realize that things were starting to slow up when the whole country and the world was catching on to this virus. And a lot of people were just talking about, hey, I'm going to start applying for, you know, employment, food stamps. I got to remortgage my house, my car notes back two, three months. I got to go ahead and try to get that postponed. There's so many things that people were just starting to put on standby that they didn't realize played a big part in their everyday life. And that went ahead and deteriorated their savings and their monthly um, expenses. And what I mean by that is, say, for example, somebody's making, let's say, I'm going to break it down to you guys easily because someone making 100000 could be broke as the person who's making thirty. you know? And it's not about the salaries, it's about what you do with that money. It's about your, your day-to-day expenses. And I want to give you guys this short story here. I had a dude who I went ahead and, and I spoke to because I just came out of college. I went ahead and graduated college. And, I didn't go to grad school, mind you guys. I'm, I'm still working as a serial entrepreneur. I'm working on Road Business Podcast. I'm working on Navities Marketing. And I'm working on other big things, projects coming out real soon. And one of the biggest things about being an entrepreneur is that you have no boss. 
you know, you have nobody you really go to and get a paycheck from or get a 401k from because you bet it on yourself. And a thing about being an employee is that so many people don't understand. You have that check come in every two weeks. An entrepreneur does it, depending on you know how 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 their movement is or how they how income. You know, it's, it's it fluctuates between people. So you have these people making all this money per year, and they're not putting their money in the right places. And what I mean by that is, you have different stocks and different trading platforms that so many people could just go in and put a monthly deposit in like $100 and $200. And people think about that like, wow, that's a lot of money, but you wouldn't think twice about taking that trip to Cancun. You wouldn't think about twice. You wouldn't think about it twice taking that trip to Houston or Dominican Republic because it's an experience and you feel like it's going to pay you back and reward in that moment. But what happens two, three months later when that trip is already gone with and now you have to supposedly go back to work, but there isn't no work and you spent all your money on this trip? Well, what happens then? You start to freak out. And the thing is, a lot about these families, they started to freak out, not because they made the wrong decision, because trust me, we all make mistakes. But the mistake here was more expensive, as I, as I could say, because a lot of people lost so many. Real estate companies went bankrupt. So many people lost their jobs. And that's because people didn't put their money into stocks, into bonds, into crypto. And I'm not saying these people had to put in millions of dollars in order to see the reward now. But I'm saying with these people, these same working hard class people started investing last year, put in $50 a month. You know, everybody from the family contribute $50, you know, and then there's five people in the family. That's $250 per month you're investing inside the stock market. And this is what gets a lot of people. This is what stops people from investing. They don't know how to invest. And that's the mistake that we as a society, we made. And, and that's why I'm here talking to you guys as personal as personable I could get. I'm telling you guys, you have to put your money up because think about this like this in this in this manner. Stocks play as a second savings account for yourself if you don't have one. And I call it that because you have to be able to be disciplined when you put that money away. You can't just see something drop down and hurt and want to pull all your money out because that defeats the purpose of you just even call an investor. Investing. You're not really believing in the long term. You're just only looking for short term. That's something that you have to get out the mindset of. And, you know, these people, they could have easily been putting away, you know, hundreds. And I don't ever tell people a lot. You don't have to put that much money in the stock market. And that's the beauty of the stock market. It doesn't have no type of limit of how much you can put in because every stock prices itself different. So say, for example, someone who was, you know, making 100K, but they was living off 2000 a month, um, living expenses, right? Rent, 1200 car note, two $300, and then that's 1500 But, you know, you get the point. They probably insurance, every other, you know, whatever they have on the side. And they're living below their means. They have all this money to put into the stock market. These people are now realizing that, hey, I'm lucky I put my money in last year because all all the bankruptcies that happen with these companies, these large 500 companies, five Fortune 500 companies, you guys can't possibly think these people are going to really let companies that generated billions of dollars over the years and had millions and millions and millions of dollars invested in would just predominantly just vanish from the you know face of the earth. That's where people go wrong at. 
See, when the pandemic struck, a lot of these stock, um, stock prices dropped down because people started getting afraid and they started withdrawing their money. Oh, I need some money. I need some extra cash. I need to start selling everything. But whenever there's an upside down, it's always called a flip. You know, there's an up, there's a down. When there's a down, there's an up. So when these stocks were so cheap and everything, people were just thinking that, man, this company's going to go bad. I'm going to sell my stocks. I'm going to get all the value of the stock. And I'm just going to go ahead and go about my business. And the people who had the rich dad mentality told themselves, well, I'm going to make this stock, you know, even though the stock market may be dropping down, I may be losing money, sooner or later it has to jump back up. And that's why I tell people stocks act like a second savings for yourself. You can't just be dipping into it every time because people are just going to be telling you, hey, you keep dipping into that, you're never going to go far in life. You keep dipping into that, you're never going to get your money out of it in the first place. So I was telling people in the beginning, put your money in stocks, but no one ever wanted to listen. And I told people, you have to put your money up and make it act like a second savings because if you do that, sooner or later, you're adding something to your new arsenal. And that's called compound interest. Compound interest is easily what, what something adds onto each other over time. It builds up gradually. It's like somebody putting two cents in every day. Two, four, six, eight, ten. It continues to add up. And that comes with the mentality of putting that money away not touching that money, not be able to, you know, play with that money when you need it to, because that money is now a second savings in your life. And that's where everything comes and ties in that, that abundant mentality. You know, I can't put all this money in every month. You know, I don't know if I'm gonna get it back next month. Well, that's your fault. You have to change that way you think, because if you keep thinking that you're never going to get that money back sooner or later, you're never going to get that money back that money is going to be dead and gone. And the mentality you put out there is the energy that you will receive. So if you're telling yourself, I'm not going to realize how I'm going to get this money back or I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep this up, you're essentially telling your mind and the body you're in, I don't think I'm capable of continuing this process. And your body just automatically causes itself shut down mode. So when everything starts to tie in, you want to get out that lack of mentality, lack of abundance, you know, mentality, that thinking, you know, it retracts you from your original goal, which is putting that money up every month. It makes you second guess yourself. So you have to have that affirmative mentality that if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. If I'm going to put $20 in at the end of each week, I'm going to put $20 in. If I have to put $100 every every month, I'm going to put that $100 in. And you can't be afraid to just put things up because things are going to pay you back in reward over time. But you have to be able to be disciplined. You have to be able to be affirmative. And you have to be able to look at things as a second savings. You never want to look at things in a such where, wow, if I put this money out here, it's going to pay me back. If I think lackly, I'm not going to be able to continue this journey. If I don't have a disciplined mindset, I'm not going to be able to tell myself every month, this is what happens. And that's what happens with so many people. You have to look at yourself like, wow, I'm doing this because why? I'm doing this because do I want to put money up? Or I'm doing this because I just don't want to deal with this money. 
and you know, honestly speaking, it doesn't matter what you want to do with that money. You have to just commit and discipline yourself to putting that money up every month or whatever time you know, time frame you want to put it in. Because there's going to be a time where you look at you look back at your stocks and you've been putting them in seven months in a row. Now is at six thousand dollars. The stocks grew, your portfolio grew, everything's growing, and now you're at a different point where you can say, "Wow, I'm lucky I have that money." Save my ass. You know, save because I didn't know where or what I was gonna do with this money. And you know, after you take that time to actually, you know, develop that second savings account, like how you think the stocks, you have that abundant mentality. You have that discipline. Now you just have to go into this saying, what stocks? And I'm gonna give you guys stocks to to put in right now in a few, but essentially it all comes down to what would you do and what are you going to do? You have to have patience because with great patience comes with great reward. You know, when you're able to patient, when you're, when you're a master of your patience, you no longer have to feel as if everything is in rushing mode. It's coming regardless. You're just being patient for it. So some of the things I tell people is to go look at things such as um, Coinbase. They have a great um, trading system for crypto. And crypto is essentially digital money, you guys. So Bitcoin, Ethereum, these things are digital currencies that maybe you you may not be using right now. But there's other people in this world that transfer and sell and buy things using these digital currencies. Because these digital currencies have no link to a person or a name or a company. They're just digital currencies. Anonymous. And then you have Apple. Apple is a great company, a tech company, just for people to be putting money in because Apple will forever make products that people love. You know, I'm not being biased, but people are, you know, I see every person I walk by either has an iPhone or AirPods. You thought I was going to say Android. No, iPhone or AirPods. One of the two they have, if not both. So... It tells you what type of impact Apple already has on this planet. You don't have to see it to know what's going on. You could just see, you could just hear, you could just read about it and know Apple is going to play a big part of today's economy and today's society within our generation. And when you put money in these stocks, you have to just tell you guys, you have to put money in and look at where it's going to go. And people think, oh, if I put Money in Bitcoin, is it going to drop? Is it going to go up? When is it going to go up? When is it going to drop? People, that's not the mentality you should have. The mentality you should have is, okay, I did my research. I did my due diligence. I see everybody's investing in this. They've been talking about this for a while. Why not just put my money up for a little bit of time? And if if all goes bad, I can take my money out still. You know, but that's not a mentality I'm telling you guys are thinking. I'm just telling you that's the questions, you know, you have to ask yourself because you don't want to miss any opportunity. And Bitcoin is a very great um, digital currency to trade because it fluctuates a lot. And one thing I want to pinpoint about, you know, someone asked me a question. They say, hey, Bitcoin is at $12,000. I don't have $12,000. And one thing about Coinbase, you could put in the amount that you want to invest. And then it's essentially you saying you're riding that wave. So if Bitcoin is $12,000 and it goes to like, say, for example, $13,000, right? But at $12,000, you put in $150, $200, right? 
your account is going to go up because it rolled that wave of Bitcoin. So it's going to go up if you put in 150, it may go up. It's going to go up, I'm sorry, to probably 180, 190, depending on how much volatile is in the market going on at the time, how much it went up. You know, these things are going to go up. And by the time you put your two cents in, you're still riding that wave. You're calling an investor for a reason. You know, you're investing in a, in a small portion of something big. You know, you want to see that wave take off. And you don't want you don't want to get in that mentality where you say, wow, this stock is two hundred dollars. There's things called fractional shares. I want you guys to look up on. And these are that's exactly what I said about Bitcoin. You buy into the stock, not wholeheartedly. You don't have to buy a whole four hundred and eighty dollar dollar Tesla stock when it could just easily put in, you know, one hundred dollars and ninety dollars to still ride that wave if it goes up or down. And you guys have to just gradually get yourself you know, knowledgeable about these stocks, knowledgeable about what's going on, and self-discipline yourself to put that money up each and every day. I don't care if that money is a dollar, two, three, four, five, six. Put that money into something that's gonna, you know, repay you back in the long term. It may not it may pay you a quarterly dividend, which is also what a stock pays, you know, per share, how they do, they pay out um, a little small percentage. And that stock could pay you 20 cents per month. It doesn't matter. That's per share. So, yeah, you may need to have $5,000 worth of shares or $3,000 worth of shares. But that stock, you know, like I said, stocks go up and down. So that stock may not be paying 20 cents per share anymore. You know, so now I'm giving you guys an outlook on how to disinvest. Don't let these people who saying, wow, I made three, four thousand dollars from this investment scare you guys away from making that initial investment. Because everybody started from somewhere and experience is the best teacher. Am I going to say you're going to make some money? Yeah, you're going to make some money. Are you going to lose some money? Yeah, you're going to lose some money. But the whole point of it is not looking like that. The whole point is of not thinking it, thinking of it as losing or winning. It's building that second savings, that second investment. If you have a car note, you know every, per, every part of your mind doesn't want to pay that car note. I hate paying a car note. But I know I have that date in mind that when that car note comes around, I'm disciplined enough to go ahead and say, hey, here's the car note money. Hey, you got me again, again this month. You know, so be sure to use your your funds wisely. Put your money up. Don't be afraid to take risk. Win or lose, you still have to create that second savings mentality with stocks when investing. Put your money in the right places. It doesn't have to be stocks. It could be a vending machine. It could be a website. It could be a podcast. It could be a business. It could be apparel. It could be anything you want it to be. But just remember, when you put your money into it, feed it. Don't expect it to go ahead and give you a 360 turnaround and you no longer nourishing it. Be real to yourself. Ask yourself the right questions. And don't lose out on any opportunity that's creating chaos. Thank you guys once again for listening to episode four hosted by your favorite host, Moist Bertrand. Appreciate you guys.